0: Deep in the bowels of Moore Hall Podcast Room, two mild-mannered CM Life newspaper editors harbor an unknown power. With this power comes great responsibility. Hearken now your ears to the
1: Raving Geeks!
0: Hello, Central Michigan University. My name is Ben Solis. I am Malachi Berry. And we are the Raving Geeks, here back again to talk to you about the many things in the nerd kingdom. It's a kingdom now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We've we've upgraded. So, uh, was it a monarchy now? Though? It was
0: a monarchy. Now it's it's just kind of like a like a puppet kingdom. You know, mm-hmm. it might be a dictatorship tomorrow. Be Who knows? oligarchy at one point. Who knows what's gonna happen? We got some news for you, uh, geeks. Uh, short news. Not a lot. Not a lot's been happening. But uh, this is kind of cool for Spider Man fans. Is that Drew Goddard, mm-hmm. the uh, director and writer of Cabin in the Woods, is uh, supposedly gonna direct and write the new Spider Man. So that's kind of cool. He's been denying it. He denied it at first. Then the reps came back and said, well, we've been meeting. And then they came back and said, well, we haven't decided on a title yet. So he's pretty much squared in. Well, he's
1: obviously got a good relationship with Joss Whedon. They both collaborate on Kevin yeah. in the Woods. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that makes sense. And uh, they're going to call the thing protect. It's kind of a rumor still. I'm not going to throw it out there. But it is probably going to be called Spectacular Spider-Man.
1: I yeah. you think that they're just like kind of killing this? He's got a lot of them. He's got Spectacular, Amazing, Ultimate. Uh, douche, web douche web of unexp- web of Spider-Man is one. Uh, web of Spider-Man, really? Yeah, Fantastic, I think, is one, too. Oh, that's kind of cheap.
0: Well, well anyway, <laughs> there's the Spider-Man news front. But uh, Lord of the Rings fans, we don't really talk about Lord of the Rings very much on here.
1: No, we don't, which is kind of, I don't know, it's weird. I really liked, I enjoyed it. I read all the books when I was, like, in third grade. I reread them a couple of times, and then, yeah, you know, I love the movies, obviously, but cool. it was kind of, like, done for me after that, you know. It's, yeah. Did you see The Hobbit? into The Hobbit? Yeah, I mean, I, I that was one that I read, too, and I saw the first one, and I was like, okay, you know, this is obviously dragged out, but at that time there was only going to be two of them. Yeah. At one point there was only going to be one of them. And you then know?
0: they had the whole three of them just dragged out. And-
1: yeah, I mean, so at that point I was like, well, this is kind of dragged out, but it's okay, and then I started to watch it again a second time, and I fell asleep. <laughs> and then Desolation of Smog was just like, I, I just couldn't even sit through it because it was just so padded out and goofy. The whole thing was like a theme park. Yeah. well it's funny that you call it a theme
0: park because huh. uh this is this is the news, Malachi. Apparently Euro Weekly News reported that a Lord of the Rings theme park is coming to Spain. That's a weird location. Oh for yeah, it. big time weird location. It's going to be called La Camarca. Can you guess what La Camarca means? As I say with my like Mexican accent. Uh something about Chupacabras. I wish. I wish. No, what is it? The Shire. Oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be called The Shire. Apparently, uh, the specs for it are that they're going to get 8 hectares of land and 1.7 million euros to do this. That equates to more than 19 acres. And about $7. <laughs> I wish. Uh, <laughs> not a good uh, conversion there. Uh, 1.9 million, actually. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's going to be kind of a hefty project. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Why Spain? I do not know.
1: No one. Everyone's kind of like, what well, this is just strange. Is it like officially licensed by... I guess either the Token family or New Line Cinema. This is all I've heard so far about
0: any of this. And these hmm. are the only details that I've gotten so far. But yeah, it's very strange. And everybody's kind of ranting and raving just like, cool, but now I've got to travel to Spain in order to live out my dream. Which isn't too like far off. A lot of people go to New Zealand to walk the Hobbit Trail. Yeah, you know? I was going
1: to say, I'm surprised it's not in uh, New Zealand uh, you now. It seems like that would make a lot more sense. I
0: heard that New Zealand was, like, kind of not cool with people showing up trying to do Hobbit tourism. Get out of here, Yeah, why? that they were actually, like, kind of pissed off, like,
1: like get you freaks, get out of here. Why? Dude, but Lord of the Rings is, like, the best thing to happen in New, <laughs> <Zealand> New Zealand <laughs> since koalas. Koalas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I should be thankful. Yeah,
0: so I don't know. That's what's happening. But, uh... Weird. Weird, weird, weird wild stuff. Speaking of weird, wild stuff, our main section for you guys today, we're going to be delving into a little thing that we kind of brought up a couple episodes ago. It was Mm -hmm. one of those little kernels of uh, joy that we pulled out
1: of nowhere. I Actually decided to follow up on for once.
0: Yeah. We weren't lazy this time. Yeah. Conspiracy theories. Dun, dun, dun. So, I mean, there's some pretty wild ones out there. You know, a lot of political ones, a lot of space ones. Yeah, I mean, like we can that. just
1: rapid fire. There's like the JFK moon landing faking 9 11, 9 9 11, JFK 9 11, 7 7 Illuminati, uh, Knights Templar. Knights Templar. That's, That's a good one. one. That's a yeah. real good one. One of the best. One of the best. Sure. So, I mean, uh, Shaquille O'Neal.
0: Shaquille O'Neal is clearly not a human being. No. No. Neither is Kobe Bryant. No. But I heard LeBron is. I know this because he's from Akron. And I too, Do you just not believe
1: Africa. in black people being humans? Is that what's going on? No, 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 I, just totally, I totally aliens? do. I'm, I am mean, uh-huh. I'm Mexican. I'm man. sensitive trend here. I mean, I'm like, you know, not far removed. I just always thought that, you know, uh, Shaquille O'Neal was like some kind of rock monster from outer space. Some <laughs> kind of robot. Yeah. He was Steel. Yeah, he was. He was Steel. Never actually seen that, have you? No. Yeah? I don't want to. Yeah, I was going to say.
0: <laughs> I've seen Kazam. Kazam <laughs> was a very important movie to me as Kazam came
1: out when I was pretty young, so yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen it like once and it was... His famous rap line is, I want to green egg and ham (laughs) it. It's pretty good. (laughs) Groovy stuff. But,
0: yeah, so, I mean, there's some pretty strange ones out there. I think, uh, what is it? We we have our penultimate list Mm. of our favorite conspiracy theories for you guys. And um, I have some pretty run-of-the-mill ones. I thought I had some pretty off-the-wall crap going on over here, but Malachi actually picked out some really strange ones. So I'm, we should let him start off.
1: Yeah, uh, which one should we do first?
0: Oh, man. I mean, he's got a list. He's got a big list.
1: Yeah, through the power of uh, of crack.com, they, <laughs> they have many, many articles about... Uh, the beautiful people at crack.com. They got a bunch of ones about uh, con- really stupid cons- uh, conspiracy theories and like ones that make sense. I'm going to start with one, I guess, that is... Uh, I guess it's not relevant anymore but I, everybody over the summer remembers the ALS ice uh, bucket challenge, right? That dreaded that dreaded ALS ice just bucket obnoxiously challenge. dominated everyone's life for for a period of time and wasted I'm...
0: tons of water by the way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. People are pissed, man. People are pissed like, like there's famine in Africa and we're dumping buckets of water on our heads for mm. and not even giving money either.
1: We got lakes full of water, we're fine.
0: Yeah, well we're good. Yeah. But think of, think of the Africans, man.
1: <laughs> I don't. Think of the Africans. Um so, like, this – did you ever have to do the Ice Bucket Challenge? I did. I feel like you did. Yeah, I think I remember you. I did. I got called yeah.
0: out. I called out a few people. Mm-hmm. Called out some other uh, – Did you do,
1: like, any trick? Like, did you light yourself on fire first and then um, do whatever? I wanted to. Because some people got pretty crazy. I didn't want to
0: steal ISIS's thunder by lighting myself on fire. But, yeah. um, no, I, uh, I uh, got very warm and uh, tried to tough it out. Yeah. And it didn't work out.
1: I did not do an Ice Bucket Challenge. Um. I did do the the cold water one where you jump in the cold water instead of have it oh, thrown on you. Weird. That was that was a thing. Yeah, it was like it was a precursor to this. <laughs> the
0: alternative ALS ice bucket challenge. Yeah,
1: and I forget what that was like raising money for or something, but yeah, hmm. I did that one. So I didn't do this one, but it like obdo- obnoxiously was just like pervasive on everything forever for like a good probably three or four months. I want to say. So what's the conspiracy behind this? So the conspiracy is that this was all done as part of a grand satanic plot. <laughs> oh, God. It is a satanic baptism ritual.
0: This, should we, like, have Slayer playing People, in the background right now or
1: what? So here's some evidence, right? Some okay. evidence, yeah, right. <laughs> some shreds of proof. So ALS, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. Sclero, how do you say that Sclerosis? One? Sclerosis. Sclerosis. That's tough. Also
0: known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, That is the name of the disease, and apparently, you know, A L and S, uh, in Jewish, (laughs) in Hebrew, in Hebrew, uh, if you uh, coordinate some like numbers to it, uh, it becomes uh, 1901. If you do like the full ice bucket challenge, right. You put, like, the letters to, like, A is 1, B is 2, so on so Are these forth. just,
0: like, arbitrary numbers that they've just pulled out of nowhere? Well, hang on. Oh, if you
1: follow the 911 code, which, mm. you know, is behind a lot of nine eleven stuff, basically ignore every other number and everything that's not 911. So you take 1901, uh, and that becomes 191, which is 911. Anytime you have to
0: do complicated math with a conspiracy theory, it's automatically, like, disproved. There's
1: several it. leaps that you have to take here, to get to this arbitrary number that just doesn't mean shit. But anyway... <laughs> As part of this grand satanic plot, right, yeah. uh, some more evidence is the fact that a ton of celebrities are doing that. And, mm-hmm. you know, as we all know, all celebrities are in the den of Satan. Yeah, Hollywood
0: is definitely definitely a den of
1: Satan, for deep, sure. Deep in that pocket. So, case in point here, uh, for her Ice Bucket video, Lady Gaga dressed in all black. Totally satanic, right? And instead of a bucket, she used a silver bowl, which apparently is an object only used for evil. Whatever. Yeah. These she, are, like, legitimate points that they bring up as ever. part of this, right? Okay, so Bill Gates also did one, but because he's Bill Gates and yeah. you know he's an engineer, he didn't use some you know peasant bucket or no, anything. of course bad. not. He built like a rig. He built like a like was a it thing around himself. all at the
0: same time too. Oh,
1: well, no, actually, it was built uh, to ev- evoke the Temple of Solomon. Mm. Yes, as you can see here by this picture of uh, oh, him Solomon. standing underneath a square, and you know the Temple of Solomon is obviously you know a square building because you, you know,
0: know all occultists use squares. Well, apparently. and
1: just you know probably the fact that architects back then we just couldn't do shit other than squares but no. yeah so I mean, the anyway. pyramids
0: really showed them up but you know
1: yeah um apparently ALS actually stands for antichrist lucifer oh, satan my God. if you uh if you want to take the wool off your eyes america sheeple sheeple if you want to look at what's really <laughs> happening out there so the sheeple take their
0: own wool off their own
1: eyes yep wow. and and one further ALS research some of it involves stem cell research which oh clearly is Titanic, clearly you know. an abomination against you know. you know everything that's right with the natural world
0: and holy yeah Clearly.
1: so yeah, the devil really really wants us to cure Lou Gehrig's disease apparently I can see that it's all part <laughs> of his grand that. agenda
0: that's kind of um it's kind of uh it's kind of nice of him, right
1: You would think so. you know
0: he's kind of an evil guy. yeah, he doesn't really do much good, but like here he is like trying to help this whole population of people
1: unless unless, unless. people are predestined to die under Lou Gehrig's disease. Because it's all like a part of you know the right people like Lou Gehrig was really like an evil man like he was the second Hitler basically wow but thanks to the disease you know selectively (laughs) which is terrible to say I hope I hope (laughs) no one has any relatives with Lou Gehrig's disease that's a terrible joke this is all parody by the way I have
0: I have a friend who has Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. He would be highly offended with you and your well, satanic conspiracies.
1: Hey, man, I'm just trying to set up the You're second the messenger, coming of man. the Antichrist. You, you didn't,
0: like, create this.
1: Yeah, well, my name Malachi is a biblical name, which it means is. the messenger. So you guys need to listen to me and stop <laughs> dumping this shit on your heads. Does
0: it really mean the messenger? Yeah, it does, yeah. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. So can we just
0: change it to don't shoot the Malachi? I'm
1: speaking the truth, baby. Listen, don't shoot.
0: You... Don't shoot the Malachi.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that's my first one. ALS Vice Bucket that's Challenge. A pretty, that's,
0: a, that's a humdinger, man.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good.
0: That's great. What's uh, what's next on your agenda?
1: Well, why don't you do one?
0: Okay, we'll we'll switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Um. So, uh, in the vein of strange, let's go with the uh, the lizard people. That's the best one. Yeah. That's so, as many of you people probably under- probably know already, there's this big conspiracy about lizard people. huh how that all came about is that there's this guy named David Iki. David Eek, I'm not sure. We we tried to look up his uh, yeah his pronunciation before this, and we just couldn't find it. But he's a conspiracy theorist. He's one of these uh, new-age spiritualists, you know, really big on the holographic universe theory. Mm -hmm. Ooh, crystals. Um, But, yeah, his biggest bent is that he believes and tries to get people convinced that there are six feet tall, blood-sucking, shape-shifting reptilian humanoids living on our planet underneath the Earth's soil that are just kind of lying in wait. To take over us.
1: Like, how, how far are it? Like, if I walked out with a shovel.
0: I mean, you probably won't be able to dig to get to these reptilians. Mm-hmm. You might have to use some kind of, like, massive drill. Okay. Or cave, cave diving, spelunking. Ah, uh, yes. Mike goes, we could go, actually, should we go on, like, a Raven geek spelunking trip to find these things? Maybe we
1: should just do, like, a Mythbusters episode. Yeah, yeah. Where we just go after all these conspiracy with theories. The reptilians.
0: Yeah, so these things uh, apparently came to Earth thousands of years ago and are living in our caves under the Earth uh, basically to enslave us right Mm -hmm. they're Mm -hmm. waiting to enslave us but they have they have shape-shifting abilities so uh, this uh, character believes that George W. Bush was one Hillary Clinton's one the entire royal family are reptilians (laughs) you know so prominent people in high places doing the dirty work of the reptilians which I mean so I've broken this down to like ridiculous why (laughs) and uh, well let's just say this ridiculous why I mean come on lizard people are you serious Like, I'd believe it if you claimed that they were, like, mutated earth lizards, you know, from, like, way back prehistoric times. Sure, yeah. You know, like, some Godzilla's that, like...
1: radiation, nuclear testing accident. You know, shrunk
0: down... We're about our size. Mm-hmm. Started wearing suits, nine to five jobs. They hate their lives. They're just yeah. like regular humans, you Victims know? Victims
1: of evolution like us all.
0: That I would understand, but this whole idea of them coming to space to wait to destroy us? I mean, why haven't they invaded already? If we have had, like, presidents and, like, royal families that were lizard people, don't <laughs> you think they would have already done enough damage to humanity?
1: No, Princess Di just wanted to, you know, drive around really fast. Oh,
0: there's actually, there, speaking of that, yeah, little side note, there is a conspiracy that... She faked her death. Mm-hmm. That's one of them. And the other one is that the royal family had her killed.
1: I had heard that. Yeah, uh, I kind of almost believe the second well, one. They their relations weren't that good. Uh, so how do these lizards get here, though?
0: I, they were just they came to Earth. They came to Earth. They like found the a planet. Like in what spaceships or something? Yeah, you know they're they're what they're from the Alpha Draconis star system, ah, like which he, is a
1: real thing. Yeah, yeah, which is
0: totally a real thing. Mm-hmm. And this David Eek is totally a physicist, so he knows about you know
1: science, planes, science, science and stuff. in
0: general. <laughs> but yeah, they came to our planet and they're just waiting to take over us. I don't know if if you saw like a six foot tall lizard person, do you think that he would be like you know nice enough to be like you know what I'm gonna give you like 50 years, and then I'm gonna kill your ass.
1: Well, here's the problem: you'll never see him coming. I know
0: because you'll, you'll never
1: s- you'll never see You might be you could you might be a, you, lizard you might be a lizard. we have,
0: we have a new recorder. We have a new producer, Jillian. She uh, she might be a lizard person.
1: Yeah, I don't we, know what happened to
0: the old one. We haven't seen you before. Wait a minute. You know, you could have been, you could be Colton Shapeshifted or shaped wow. Or, or a
1: Lou Gehrig's wielding Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> one of those. She
0: is terribly embarrassed right now. However, <clears throat> you never know, you know. All of CM Life could be lizard people for all I
1: know. I could be one and I don't even know.
0: Wow. So like, wow, undercover.
1: I could, yeah, I could be a lizard sleeper agent. <laughs> is no it going to wake you up like out of nowhere? I've always had a, pre- uh, you know, I've always enjoyed flies and uh, I get really, really... Really, uh. Would you say you enjoy flies? what are you just like the way they look when they're look. flying around, wow. you know? And that's... like the taste sometimes. And, you know, I find myself to be somewhat cold blooded, you know? I don't <laughs> cold <know>. blooded! <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs>
0: so basically, these things are roaming around. Yeah, that's pretty weird. I, uh, I don't believe any of that crap. There's actually, you know what's funniest thing is, too, is that it even makes us even worse and even more loathsome. Hmm. Bringing back our hate for Doctor Who. There are <laughs> Doctor Who villains modeled after these lizard people oh yeah oh yeah they've come come up in quite a few episodes they're called uh ceruleans sl- sl- slur- oh yeah fancy name for the lizard people so yeah there's mine there's my first one that's
1: pretty good yeah not bad okay i want to hang on to this one for the end okay um, but i think you're gonna enjoy it so uh, you might have actually seen this i actually saw this before are you, are you doing gonna the say it research. now you're
0: gonna say it at the end
1: I'm going to do it right now. Okay, that's Just great. let me get to there. Yes! Let me, let me get there. Yes! So uh, so I had seen this before, actually, and I forgot about it until I was doing my research again, but there's a prediction out there that Adam Sandler is a modern-day Nostradamus who has oh. predicted several <laughs> tragedies.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, you know, God help us all with Lunch Lady Land, descends on us all. Yeah. Um. Is that like one of the prophecies? <laughs> no. Lunch Lady Land coming to fruition? Yeah, and just like all of these wow. anthropomorphic Shit, man. foods I'd, attack. I'd hate to see the day where uh, need, Billy
0: Madison comes to, uh. We
1: need the come. Lunch Lady. Yeah. That penguin was probably one of the horsemen of the apocalypse. I, uh,
0: you know, that one I would give you. I wouldn't doubt it. That penguin looked freaking evil, man.
1: My favorite scene in that entire movie is at the very end when everyone's like, it's like the big like Billy's one and you know sure, the yeah. kissing you know and Chris Farley only has like three scenes in that whole movie but at the very end he's he sees like the penguin he's right? hooking up with like the imaginary penguin yeah he <laughs> is. and he's like stroking like the fake penguin bill and then at a certain point he like puts his hands back and they both like kind of touch like bellies or like crotch areas sure and he's just like full of wonder and like
0: oh, oh. <laughs> it's like Cosmic penguin best, orgasm, best
1: scene of the entire movie. Wow. That and when they're on the bus and uh, they're going out on a field trip, and the kids are like throwing stuff at him, and he just gets so mad. do You know the scene that I'm talking I know about. What you're talking about yeah. <laughs> so they hit him with something, you know. And he's like, I don't know, no throwing things on the bus or whatever. And he's like, Oh, oh, end your precious field trip real quick. And he's just like steaming, like his face is just beat red, and he's putting so much energy into it. Those are my two favorite scenes with him. Anyway, Adam Sandler's a modern day Mo- Nostradamus, That's right? So weird. So, uh, there are five, somewhat five tragedies that have been uh, predicted by Adam Sandler. <sighs> wow,
0: I can't wait to hear this.
1: Yeah, uh, apparently, there's a scene in Happy Gilmore where he looks into the camera and announces uh, Princess Diana's future death. Right. Is this is that for real? Well, I mean, not like exactly, but uh, sure. Yeah. So. Uh, in Happy Gilmore, he looks directly into the camera and says, Our queen's eldest, the beautiful flower, will wilt under a Parisian bridge. And Princess Diana, you know, in a car accident underneath a bridge in uh, Parisia. <laughs> I <laughs> in guess. Paris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going to
0: vacation this summer in the uh, fine Alps of Parisia. Yes, Prince of Parisia. Prince of Parisia.
1: Yeah, she died in Paris.
0: See, that's that's crap, though, because she was never really related to the royal family. She's not any of the queen's eldest. So, you know, screw you, Adam Sandler.
1: Well, I mean, she's still, like, the oldest, like, I don't know. You could somewhat say that she was a daughter of the queen. Uh, The queen's eldest doesn't necessarily mean daughter. Like, queen's eldest, you know in the royal blood or whatever. All right, all right. Next yeah, prophecy. Yeah, come on. Let's give let's, it. let's go on. Not yeah. convinced. BP oil spill.
0: Not get. Con- oh, God.
1: <laughs> all right, so you <laughs> guys Not remember this. Not but BP, right? You guys remember this in 2010, the massive oil oh, of course. eruption that was out in the Gulf of Mexico, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
0: New Orleans area, right? Yeah. So
1: apparently in a 2005 episode of Saturday, or no, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, uh, he wore a t-shirt that just says, BP, BP oil spill in five years. Really? Yep, in two thousand five. Can, can
0: anybody like co- corroborate this? Because like they can't find like footage of this. I see. I see the picture. But yeah, it
1: doesn't show the shirt. Uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. If you want to somehow come up with a way to stall. Um, um, so I just I I can't.
0: So of all the people, of all the fine talent that came through SNL, yeah. you know, he's he's Nostradamus. What about Phil Hartman, man? Phil Hartman seems so much more stately. Did he predict you know? his
1: own death, Phil Hartman? I don't know.
0: That'd be a creepy one. That'd be a real creepy one. Well, you know, he was, he was shot by his wife. Yeah. Which was crazy. Right. And she was crazy, apparently. But, yeah, so what a loss.
1: Yeah, Phil Hartman was probably my favorite. Frozen caveman lawyer, I think, was oh, my favorite course. sketch of all time. Your times, your world frightens and confuses me. <laughs> I'm just a simple caveman. But there's one thing I do know.
0: That my client is innocent.
1: <laughs> Property taxes on the west west side of L.A. are not going down.
0: Uh. God, he was so poignant, too. He had the big mane, the little hair, you know, the sideburns, but, like, the full, like, three-piece Armani suit. Yeah. Well, i
1: got to be honest. I'm having a hard time finding this picture right now. Okay,
0: so this is also something that could not
1: be proven straight up. This may not be. What about Opera Man? You got an Opera
0: Man one? Oh, it <laughs> yeah. does.
1: Yep, Opera Man. Uh, you guys remember the 1993 Saturday Night Live sketch? Uh, how many times did he perform the Opera Man? Can, oh, you, op- can you give a brief description of Opera Man for bunch. us?
0: Okay, so Opera Man. I wish I could do the voice. Yeah, I, I, I wish I, I could do a lot of good impressions, but Adam Sandler is one that I have not perfected. That's pretty tough. It's just so weird, but basically Opera Man would come in and he would sing news. He would talk about, he would be on Weekend Update, Yeah, Kevin Nealon at the time. Who hosted?
1: I, you know, he was probably my least favorite weekend. That's weird because
0: other... I loved him. I love Kevin Neely. I just don't
1: like Kevin Neely in general.
0: Yeah, he's a weird guy. But, uh, yeah, he would come on and he would sing the news and do it all opera style. He yeah. Had, like, long hair. Yep. Like, kind of like Prince Valiant hair, a big cape. Yep. Tuxedo.
1: Absolutely. Opera man. Opera man, there L- he is. The world's
0: greatest superhero, by the way.
1: So, he uh, predicted the case of the mil- missing Malaysian passenger flight uh, that we were dealing with that's last like, year.
0: That's like 20 years removed. Yeah, it's like ten years removed.
1: Apparently, he came on and sang in the sketch, uh, "A missing plane. Ah, it's from Malaysia. Make me insane. Ah, this all will make sense in due time." Really? Yeah, in 1993. Holy
0: crap! Yeah. Wow. Could, does it does it have a date of like when that aired?
1: Uh, what the episode? Yeah. Yeah, 1993. I don't know the exact date. I'm gonna uh, go home. say on here.
0: And look through all of my. SNL Archives, just to find that one. Yeah. I, I believe that one. You think so? I, I Something about that, the way that that sounds, it sounds almost like I've heard that before. Yeah. Weird.
1: Uh, There's got to be at least one more good one on here. Um, Is this the Adam Sandler one? Yeah.
0: We're looking, folks. We're going to pull out the best nugget of joy for you in Adam Sandler land.
1: Oh, apparently. Okay, so there's there's... You know, yeah, Sandler's still making movies. He's still making <laughs> predictions. If, if you want to call those making movies. He's filming things that happen and then making us buy that if you want to go see I haven't seen one of his movies in a while. Jack, Jack and Jill. And Jack,
0: Jack and Jill, which was awful. Here's
1: my boy. That whole Happy Madison Studios that he's got. It's all falling apart. Yeah, I mean, he's making freaking Zookeeper 2, for uh, Christ's well, sake.
0: Grandma's Boy was funny. Though. Paul,
1: yeah, oh, I love Grandma's Boy. I mean, that was
0: Happy Madison. was yeah. like apex movie. I don't know
1: that he had a whole lot of control on that Sure, one. Sure, but. Um Anyway, so each line could potentially be, you know, the next signal of what terrible thing will happen, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And apparently there's a line in You Don't Mess With the Zohan. Oh, God. Which is
0: actually a really good movie. A I, really good Adam Sandler movie. It's pretty freaking hilarious.
1: I wish that the entire movie was like the first like 15 minutes where he's just like this hyper-competent <laughs> Jewish...
0: <laughs> Mossad, like, yeah. counter Catching
1: force. bullets with, like, his, you know, uh, jump kicking through walls. I mean, walls a lot of and... the
0: movie's kind of like that. He does do a lot of those things, you know? I just
1: wish it would have been an action movie like that the entire way through, though. I yeah, been he been was great. too
0: busy, uh, you know, hanging out in the salon and uh, fulfilling the fantasies of old women.
1: So, apparently, one of... Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Yo, that's a one of... part of the movie, man. <laughs> one of the lines in there is, Water shall overtake the eastern seaboard. Man, woman, child, and animal. All will drown.
0: Wow, so he predicted the new flood, huh? Yep. Wow, so he's like he's like Moses, and he is Jewish too. He is, wow. Yeah, maybe he's like a, a messenger of God. Maybe he's like middle name is Malachi.
1: Perhaps Adam
0: Malachi Sailor.
1: I mean, we all know he's a Jewish celebrity, I mean, so big time. Yeah, that's like the linchpin of most conspiracy theories. It's is the the that Zionist like, thing. Yeah, right? the yeah, Jews yeah, yeah, of are doing course. it. So, of course, he's got inside information on this stuff. I think this one's... (laughs) By by heritage alone, he
0: is more apt to predict the future than the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we all lucked out, huh? Apparently... The Waco Siege? Really? Apparently
1: the last one is the Waco Siege. Wow.
0: That had that had some weird semi-religious like bent to it, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, definitely.
1: I think the whole thing was like just you know, well, sure, kind of weird, man. Religious was it cult. David
0: Koresh, man? He was a nutbag.
1: Apparently tapes of his early stand-up would reveal Sandler would often spend several minutes on stage saying something's coming to Waco, something dark, which I don't know if I believe that one because that's really like... That's
0: really like, that's pointed. That's pretty specific. Yeah.
1: And why the hell would he say that? All this other stuff is like in the context See, of jokes.
0: Here's the thing is that it's so weird about this. Some of these other things, you can go back to those episodes and try to prove. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to look for every single Adam Sandler appearance on every single Conan, Mm -hmm. which is probably a lot. I mean, Conan was a big writer on SNL for a long time. They're boys. Yeah. But, like, the Opera Man thing, I could go back and try to find that.
1: Yeah, you could actually find that. How
0: many people have access to his old tapes, his early stand-up stuff?
1: Not, I mean, it depends on how early. It doesn't, like, specifically label a I mean, the picture here has him pretty young. That looks, like, very, very pre-SNL. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty old, or pretty young. Weird. Sandler there, pretty old now. <laughs>
0: Getting old there, Sandler. <laughs> weird.
1: Yeah, so that's that, Adam Sandler, Nostradamus. Wow, wow.
0: future uh, prophet, man.
1: Yeah, well, he already is. <laughs>
0: that goes without saying. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll uh I'll take one on. This one's a little weird. You guys will feel like this one. Uh, you know about the different Kennedy conspiracies, right? Yeah. You know, that uh, Oswald killed him, okay, whatever. Maybe that the FBI killed him. Mm-hmm. Maybe the communists killed him. My favorite one is that Frank Sinatra killed him. <laughs> oh yeah. This has this has some merit. Actually I have a lot of Italian friends and they are foolproof convinced that Sinatra did it.
1: They're convinced. They're
0: convinced by these moments these merits alone. Mm.
1: Well, okay, Sinatra had some ties to the mob, right? He had tons of ties to the mob. And they they always kind of said that the mob was another one of those. So, all right, I, I might be with and, you. Ambiguous shadow figures in this whole thing, perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps.
0: So, all this goes into it is that you hit it right in the nail. Frank did have a lot of mob connections, but he was also a huge supporter of Jack Kennedy in his campaign,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Saying
0: mm-hmm. at his engagements, all this other stuff, did like photo ops with him. Oh, he's gonna be real great for America, right? So, anyway, uh, as time went on, Sinatra got a little bit. He got snubbed by by Kennedy. Kennedy didn't really want to be around his person. A lot of people thought it was because of the mob thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you could never prove it, but, you know, he was was bad, bad company. So he gets snubbed. And at the same time, him and Bobby Kennedy are going after the mob pretty ridiculously. I mean, like, Bobby Kennedy was the face of fighting the mafia for the longest time until he got shot, right? So there's some saying that, you know, they had the mob use Sinatra's ties to hire Oswald and to kick him off. And that there's potential that he actually hired another person to do the magic bullet from the Grassy Knoll. Mm-hmm. I'd like to believe that it was Sinatra shooting both guns <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. You know? Like he has like super speed, like the flash.
1: That would be even better. Right
0: yeah. here, right here, you know? Then he like he rushes to his funeral, like, oh, I'm so sorry.
1: Was Sinatra at JFK's funeral?
0: I do not know. But I, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that they were that they were they were run really really rocky terms as like the presidency started, because he really did like just get get the fuck away from me.
1: Yeah, you know. You so know. did Sinatra have a habit of like trying to hang around presidents? Is that why maybe he felt some snubbed, or what? Mm, or was he, just because Kennedy's a cool guy? Well, you know, it's Sinatra. I mean, come on, he was like. I mean, the only thing that I can relate this
0: to is like Justin Timberlake, right? Justin Timberlake is like the new Sinatra. I would say that he's he's much
1: like the new Sinatra. Okay, we need that disclaimer in front. Go ahead.
0: Actor, you know.
1: He's a renaissance comedian, man. He can kind of do man. it all. You
0: yeah. know, Sinatra did the same thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look how many prominent people Timberlake hangs out with, right? Yeah. I mean, he shakes hands with the president, and everything's cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, Sinatra was kind of just like a cult of, cult of personality a little bit. But, uh, yeah. I don't, I mean, the other one, the other side of this is that the FBI did it. Yeah. Which is pretty common. A lot of people think that Kennedy. Found out about Herbert Hoover's um, cross-dressing proclivities as some kind of like counter mechanism to all the Marilyn Monroe stuff that he had on
1: Kennedy. So it was like a, a dirt digging arms race between <laughs> yeah, Kennedy. Totally. And it's Herbert like Hoover. you know,
0: like Game of Thrones with like dirt.
1: You mean J. Edgar Hoover or Herbert oh, Hoover? Oh,
0: J. Edgar Hoover. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, I'm getting my
0: Hoovers messed
1: up. Yeah, don't get your Hoovers in a bind. Can't
0: yeah, get my Hoovers in a bunch, man. Too many Hoovers. The case of too many Hoovers. Yeah. So yeah, basically that's that's the other side of it. But I don't know. I really like to believe that Frank Sinatra totally knocked off Kennedy. That'd
1: be pretty great. Yeah. All right. I'm going to rapid fire some more. Uh, I knock him off. Yeah. Okay. So there's a conspiracy theory that, and some of these are just really ridiculous. So, wrong with me here, right? <laughs>
0: There's it's going to be okay, people. There's a conspiracy
1: theory that Trick's cereal has uh, rabbits in it. It's made out of rabbits, mm. which is why the kids are always trying to make sure that the Trick's rabbit can't eat the cereal. So it's because, like cannibalism, right? Yeah, because the rabbit couldn't handle the knowledge, right?
0: You know what's really funny about that? What? There's a... there's a You know those, those Keanu Reeves memes of yeah, Bill and the, Ted? The, the like sad the, Keanu the, or something else? The mind-blown Keanu. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, there's a picture of, like, Tricks, right? And it's like, Tricks now are not, like, fruit-shaped anymore. Yeah. And so it has the picture of Kiana. So it's like, what if, what if we can't see the shapes anymore? Because tricks are for kids.
1: <laughs> That's interesting. Lovely. All right. All right. What's next? Okay. Uh, people believe that Starbucks spells people's names wrong on purpose so that they'll share <laughs> it on social media, creating free advertising. That's silly.
0: Don't don't use the ineptitude of Starbucks cashiers to you
1: know which is why incidentally I and I don't go to Starbucks but like whenever I go someplace that like requires that you have your name you delivered, just use a different name I just call myself Jim you did
0: that at Taco Bell yeah I did we went to, we went to go get lunch one day and he totally said Jim and I was standing right next I was like Mal- Malachi your name isn't in- Jim in- in- and he's just like,
1: it's easier for me, <laughs> Shut you know. Up. I gotta. <laughs> yeah. They can't know. Well, first of all, it's to stay off the grid. No, yeah, no. Got to stay away from the lizard people, man. You know, We're it's always party. a conversation. Oh, that's a cool name. Or oh, I'm a spell wrong. Well, you oh, bet blah, you get blah, blah. some crap for that sometimes. It's you know? cool at parties when I say my name is Malachi, and uh, you know, people think it's cool. But it, well, I'm trying to get dudes my think it's cool. think it's cool? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just be Jim. That's fine. I'll just be Jim. The Westboro Baptist Church oh, is actually the most progressive civil rights organization ever created. Because Fred, excuse my my Joker left
0: there for a second. Are you freaking kidding me?
1: Yes, they believe that Fred Phelps the fanatical. Uh... Bigoted, bigoted leader of the, perhaps even evil man. He died, right? Is he dead yet? I'm not sure. He's if like he's, on his deathbed. Either way, the founder—he's one foot in the grave. He created the Westboro Baptist Church because he realized that he was never going to get his community to come together. And what accept, community? races white people? No, no. no. <laughs> you know, all of us is a human family. <laughs> and, so he decided. Christians? He decided the best way to unite people was through a, a shared mutual hatred of him. <laughs> He became the enemy. Became
0: the common enemy of humanity. Yes, so
1: that everyone he pulled like an Ozymandias.
0: Wow, wow. Yep. What a humanitarian. Yeah. Really thinking for us long term, you know. Mm-hmm. God, what a nutbag.
1: So the readership of Cosmos magazine is primarily women, right?
0: You would say so. Pretty I've much, pretty, up once pretty much
1: young single women though. That's their market, right? That's their I'm, demographic. I'm a young single man. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you're the outlier, Ben. <laughs> Uh, Cosmo magazines are full of ridiculous advice, right? Sure. Really you know, bad sex advice. Really bad sex really, advice. Yeah. Really, like, kind of psychotic relationship advice. In my perspective, perhaps you find it enriching. That's fine. <laughs> um, There's something endearing about being crazy. Anyway, they believe, someone believes that Cosmo intentionally gives awful dating advice to keep them perpetually single so that they will perpetually have the market of single women. Weird. Because if, you know, they become... Uh, married or have a significant other, why do you need to read Cosmo magazine and find wow, out? Wow, that's like almost to... like
0: reverse patriarchy. Perpetuated by patriarchy.
1: Hmm. Wow. Yeah, maybe. Imagine that. So, uh, The Prestige, right? And spoiler alert for anyone who's just ever seen The Prestige. Oh, the movie, yeah, fantastic. The movie The Prestige is great. Yeah, it, it turns out that uh, Christian Bale's character is doing the duplicating man trick because he has a twin brother who has been kept secret throughout their entire life, and they've been switching off roles, you know, pretending to be one person. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's like the that's the core <coughs> that's the core nugget of the whole movie. Right, that's yeah. like
1: the big uh, you know the big reveal. Yeah, yeah, or one of the big reveals.
0: Are you watching carefully?
1: Anyway, yeah. people believe that you know how does Christian Bale go from the pianist weight to Dark Knight weight? You know, how does he go from being 90 pounds to, like, 250 pounds within such a short amount of he's time? he's all
0: man, you
1: know? No, it's actually because he has an emaciated twin brother that he keeps
0: <laughs> on stock
1: so... on stock for these roles. <laughs> you have got yep. to be kidding me. Who came up with and this? And he fills in for roles that need a, a skinny Christian Bale. Was this is from Mandatory.com? Yeah, I don't know what this is, oh, but God. this is a great list so far. Holy crap. Yep.
0: I, uh, you know... Well, there was, there was what? The Machinist. And then he got, what else was he skinny in? He was skinny in The Fighter. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Huh. Wow. I wonder if Chris Nolan knows about this. Do you think he's in on it? Do you think there's like a big Nolan conspiracy?
1: I mean, he's probably at the root of it. Sure. All of these conspiracies. He's probably a lizard person. (laughs) He
0: He is the lizard person. He's the lizard king.
1: Yeah. Uh, people believe that hot dogs, because they're sold in packs of 10 while their buns are sold in packs of eight. You know, that's always like a big conundrum. Why don't they just sell them I think both, 10 before, both in 10 or both yeah, in eight? Yeah. Well, that's because you have to buy four packs of hot dogs to five packs of buns so that you'll have enough. Big barbecue, you know, there's big pharma, there's big oil, the big barbecue, the big industry, barbecue industry. Those barbecue fat cats. Come on. Are doing this to entice you into buying more. Um. Wow. Yep. Hoagies, hoagies, and grinders, man. <laughs> Some people, <laughs> hoagies and grinders. Navy ho-
0: beans, navy beans, I love that. meatloaf
1: sandwich. <laughs> uh, this one's actually kind of interesting. Uh, government is secretly pushing game developers to make more war shooters like Call of Duty and Battlefield yeah, and market them to kids, that. so that we're more conditioned to be soldiers and not realize the horrors of war. That's a pretty game.
0: mainstream belief, though.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty. Well, I think uh, just in the context of like, how does this affect our reaction to violence? Sure. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, because did you see the most recent news about the most recent police shooting? No. All right, well, long and short of it is the LAPD, nine of them ganged up on one homeless guy. He grabbed the gun, and then they shot him like six times. Pretty, pretty awful. If you see that video, it's pretty intense, and it's really sad. But a lot of people were watching it and weren't really outraged, and that brings up the question of are we desensitized to all of this stuff, you know? I don't know. I kind of believe that. Especially if you're trying to get the Gears of War going, right? And not just a game.
1: You ever play uh, Metal Gear Solid, any of those games? Yeah, yeah. The whole point of the Metal Gear Solid 4 was like the war economy is constantly rolling. Yeah, and once yeah, that yeah. machine's going, you know, the military-industrial complex sure, can't stop it. Otherwise, you know, the economy slows. Well, that's a conspiracy theory in itself. Some you perpetual know? war, yeah. yeah. Metal Gear Solid is just basically full of conspiracy theories.
0: Really cool games. Yeah. Really cool games. Cool.
1: I got one more. One more. And <clears throat> this is the... Ultimate Conspiracy. Are and you guys ready for this? And this states that 90% of conspiracy theories oh, wow. are are not true.
0: I Hold on a second. Yes. My, I'm trying to wrap my head
1: around this. This is like a very meta conspiracy like theory. Like half of my brain exploded while the other half melted. So 95% of conspiracy theories are untrue. untrue. And the theorists who push them are actually government agents who are being employed to muddy the waters and hide the true 5% of conspiracies that actually exist.
0: See, I was going to give these guys the benefit of the doubt and say I actually believe that one. But now, no, I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. Come on.
1: So, you know, if we take 100% of the conspiracies that we've applied today, 5% of what we said is true.
0: Which which 5% of our list? Which 5% of the list? I think the lizard people is that 5%. That's got some merit,
1: dude. I I gotta go with Adam Sandler. I mean, come on. I mean,
0: he's the prophet. Come on, he's the prophet Adam, man. Yeah. Ooh, that's kind of creepy. Oh, you know, like the Alpha Omega thing. Yeah. He's like the, the bringer of the apocalypse. Adam
1: and uh, who's like somebody that starts with an o- Omar Epps is the Omega. Omar. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> somebody pay this man so he can
0: make more prophecies. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. Um, you know, a lot of people believe that there's like a ministry of of like false falsification yeah in our government and other governments too propagandists kind of silly i don't know mine are mine are a little more tame compared to yours which i mean it's okay though
1: i was just going all out for the most most ridiculous ones i could find
0: all right so here's the rest of mine we'll just get this over with because they're not as cool but they are kind of cool um a lot of people think that the moon landing didn't happen Yep. Pretty common knowledge that it did. It's been kind of debunked, but uh, a lot of people thought it was fake for the Soviets, as we heard in Interstellar too. which is kind of cool that they brought that up, because that's, like, one of their main points, is that we were just trying to win the space race. And that has some merit, too, because if you look at Star Wars, right, Reagan uh, basically gave, moved, moved money, huge sums of money to NASA and parts. You know, they had this infrastructure in there, but they never used it. It was a huge ruse. It was just to make people think that we were actually building it, but... uh yeah, some say that there's no blueprints. They haven't seen them. They're missing. Uh, one weird theory that sometimes gets brought up, and I debunk it automatically, is uh, people say that the, the flag on the moon was waving back and forth. Mm-hmm. And how the hell can you have waving back and forth without wind patterns or atmosphere, blah, blah, blah? It's a conspiracy. It never happened, yep. right? Which is bullshit. Okay, first off, my dad worked for NASA. I brought this up a million times, and I'm going to keep bringing it up because it's freaking ridiculous. But my dad has seen all of this stuff. I mean, they've got these things in archives, man. If you really want to go research any of this and see all the documents, you can get permission to go do it. No one's hiding this stuff from you. They're not keeping it from you. Just man up and ask NASA for the damn documents, and they will give them to you. While you're
1: at it, ask them for the lizard people. Yeah, ask them where the lizard people are where at, are they I at? really
0: want to know. I just want to kick it. You know, I want to have them on the show. Actually, I'm going to put this out there. Malachi, yeah. we might be killed for this. It's fine. If you see any black vans outside of your house, you know, I'm sorry. Good luck. Lizard people, we want you on the show. We won't identify you. We will keep your names anonymous. We won't blow your cover. No, we'll keep your voices, you know, whatever they do with the, the sonics and sure. distort it. the garbled, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll be garbled enough. Maybe we'll just make them real human sounds, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's how we can do it. So, But we want you on the show. If you're a lizard person, email Malachi
1: at 555
0: 555 five five, five 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 five. Honestly, it says uh, news at cm-life.com. Right. But... We're gonna, I bet we're going to get a lot of crazy emails. I hope. Hopefully. <laughs> Mount Pleasant Crazies, man. You never know. But, yeah, so, I mean, with the, the atmosphere thing. So, basically, with this flag, when they planted this thing, because everyone knows that the gravity is far less on the moon, mm-hmm. the thing would just shoot straight up. It like, would be like alfalfa's hair, just, like, just straight sticking up, right? Yeah. So, like, okay, what are we going to do? So, they got, like, recon commanders. Like, just wire the thing down. We got to have it unfurled. So, they had the secondary wire attached to the other side of the flag. Stuck it in there, and as they, you know, moved their hand, it was just rocking back and forth because of low gravity, right? That's easy. That's so simplistic. Yeah. Who the hell are these people? <laughs> I mean, come on. So, I mean, that's just, it's pretty silly. I just hate that because, I mean, look at all the space-age tech that we have. We just, that just didn't come out of nowhere, right? This is all, like, decommissioned NASA stuff that we couldn't use, had to be repurposed somehow. But to just say that this didn't happen, y'all are nuts. Probably Lizard People or Adam Sandler. The <laughs> next one on the list is kind of, I don't know, it's, it's kind of close to my heart. And This is the last one I have, actually. But uh, a lot of people think that the CIA has, like, funded and run Al-Qaeda and ISIS.
1: Well, they at least did in the beginning. Well, that's,
0: to... that's, that's good that you have this frame of reference, Malachi. Yes. I'm not sure that other people have this frame of reference. That's why I'm here to dispel the myths and rumors right now. Quite open. First off, I think this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, for many reasons. But if you know the history, Malachi said it straight. In the late 70s, we armed the Mujahideen, soldiers of God, in Afghanistan. Soviets were trying to invade Afghanistan. So we wanted to give them their our their Vietnam, right? We wanted to get back revenge at them. So we armed these crazy bastards and gave them CIA training. Well, they thoroughly kicked the living crap out of the Soviets, got rid of them, did what they were supposed to do. But, uh, yeah, that didn't really work out for us very well because we gave a bunch of crazy Salafists. Uh, Weapons training, CIA training, covert training. Uh, Basically, all the dirty shit that the CIA does, which is
1: tons of fun. Tons of fun, yeah,
0: basically. But uh, Osama bin Laden was one of these early mujahids, too. So, I mean, that was like the perfect line of lineage, right? So, there it is right there. This is ridiculous because if we're funding Sunni terrorism, right, still, obviously, we're killing and fighting our own troops, for obviously no reason and no foreseeable end to any of that war. Unless if it's, you know, part of the military-industrial complex.
1: Or to keep the strong, warmongering public uh, in power.
0: It's just so stupid. Especially because we don't fight these with mostly... I mean, we don't fight terrorists, like, with conventional warfare. We don't fight terrorists with tanks, you know? I'm yeah. Sure we got bombs. I'm sure, you know, what's what's the... Ma- Lock, Lockheed Martin's making a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, the whole thing is just really silly. But, uh, you know, if if... If you think about the other threats, right, we got Iran, we got Hezbollah in Lebanon. Obesity. Obesity. <laughs> clearly, clearly a threat to the Middle East. Um, but those are all, like, Shia movements, right? So, like, why would we pick one over the other? And why would we pick the most radical one to continue to fund when they're the ones giving us the most problems, right? It just doesn't – it's just absolutely crazy. It boggles my mind.
1: Most Shia, more problems. <laughs> most Shia,
0: more problems, man. It – uh well, more Sunni, more problems.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: the Chiyos are all right, man. The Chiyos are okay with me. But, yeah, I always thought that was just so stupid because there's, just like, droves and droves and droves of people who, like, constantly comment on Facebook and Twitter about, like, all this crap. And a lot of it's perpetuated by, like, what is it, Alex Jones and uh, what's that fucking that website? I don't um, know his website. God, it's pretty awful. And uh, it's just, like, so bent on conspiracies. All of his news is all based on all of this crap, but it just, it makes me mad because it kind of devalues what, like, we're trying to achieve in that region. Ah, it just pisses me off. But Yeah, I mean, I think, I think I had some good ones. Yeah. I didn't think I, I didn't fall short, man.
1: No, no, no. You didn't disappoint anyone. No. No, no, no. No. Of course not. Clearly
0: not. No, not at all. Myself either. No. I think Jillian was, was okay, right? No. She's proud. I know we pissed off the lizard people and I know that might be your cousins, but. We're really sorry about that. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with this. Do you have any more? Any more conspiracies? Um, no. Good. No. I think we covered it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Now we
1: can shut up. Uh, yeah. Do you have any recommendations for us today about oh, that? Oh, man. I actually did not even think about that yet. What? So if you do, you can go first, and I'll think of one real quick. What? Well,
0: since we're on the subject of conspiracy theories, uh, I remember watching a movie called Loose Change. Oh, yeah. Right after 9-11, which is kind of crazy. I suggest it. If you're into conspiracy theories, that's kind of the, the best the, the best one on 9-11. You can watch Fahrenheit 9-11, but Michael Moore kind of pisses me off sometimes. I'm a pretty liberal guy, and even Michael Moore makes me mad, so that kind of <laughs> explains a lot. Yeah. But, uh, no, watch that if you want to. And Zeke guys is pretty cool. Yeah,
1: those are good, too. Yeah,
0: so uh, there's our recommendations. Those are interesting. Yeah. All right,
1: well, I have uh, Millennial uh, Hospitality. Millennial Hospitality. What? It's a what book, is... It's a series of books. You can find some of them online. You it's really only series. need to you only really you need to read the first one. Series
0: for a generation that just started. Uh,
1: millennial Hospitality is the <laughs> name of the book, and it's a it's these uh, memoirs of an Air Force Ranger who worked out in uh, the Mojave Desert out by like Area 51. Oh, cool. And we didn't bring the... up Area
0: 51.
1: No, nah, well that one's kind of easy. Yeah. But this guy worked out on the bases out there, and he was like a range rat. What he would do is he would take like temperature readings out there. And so he's, like, the only guy out there for miles and miles and miles. And apparently when he got there, it starts, like, when he just arrives at the base and, like, his experience is all the way through. And, uh... Apparently, you know, people before him have always been, you know, wary about going out to, like, Range 3 because there's, like, there's weird stuff that happens out there. And they they want to go freaked range out Range 3, man. And they Five go. is cool,
0: but not three.
1: There's uh what they call Range 4 Harry, and Range 4 Harry is, like, this thing. <laughs> this Clint Eastwood? Like, it's like
0: 30 <laughs> Range 4 Harry? It's, like,
1: this, <laughs> this you know, thing that shows up late at night, and, like, they all swear they've seen it, and it just scares the hell out of them, and they, nobody can go out there, right? So they take him out there. And uh, sure enough, this thing, like, shows up, and it's, like, this glowing thing kind of, like, drifting across, right?
0: So it's not like Slenderman. It's not just, like, it just shows up. And no, no, no. a suit.
1: It gets closer, and they start to, like, distinguish more, like, humanoid features on it, and then it, like, takes off because it hears them, and they, like, get really freaked out. But apparently these things, whatever they are, are, like, a race of aliens that has been, like, participating with the... Uh, Navy out there, or the Air Force, the and beetle. this guy, the Navy. this guy, We're like coordinate with the goddamn. Navy. This guy is like so fearless that he's the only one that'll hang out on the ranges, like out at night, and like they just slowly start to like observe him, and he like kind of catches them like in the glint of his eye, like really far away, and then like slowly they start to like make the presence more known to him over time. That
0: is so strange. So is this, it's is this a book?
1: Yeah, it's a book. It's a series of books about like his experiences wow. with that, and uh, this is all fiction, correct. It, no, he swears by it. He, he says swears it's swears by it. Yeah. So are, wow. And it's, look, they're not really rel wit, rel, wow. well rel, rel written. Well, well written. And I'm not well spoken. <laughs> it's a they're, long, they're not it's a well long written. Day, guys. Um, he's not a very good writer. But I don't know. Like, the way that he writes, it's very compelling and it's very rational. He takes you through, like, what he's thinking. And he's not like, yeah, they're aliens. Like, they look pretty cool and they got, like, space suits. Like, he <laughs> He takes you through, like, how he doesn't believe it and how he's, like, gripped by this paralyzing fear and then you know, after you know all of these altercations, he starts to kind of be like, "Well, crap. You know, maybe it is something. I don't really know if I'm just hallucinating or what." But yeah, that's really interesting read. I read it in like two days. It's only like four hundred pages, and cool. yeah,
0: not bad. Well, uh, that's there's, there's another episode of Raving Geeks for you guys. We went uh, pretty uh, pretty weird this time. We uh, might have something really cool planned for you guys next uh, next episode. We're gonna keep that in wraps until we can uh, announce it thoroughly. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're working on something sweet with you guys. Maybe. Uh, You know, with like a Hall of Justice.
1: Like some kind of League of Heroes. Mm. I don't know. I'm not sure what you'd call uh, that.
0: Maybe your friendly neighborhood comic book shop. uh, But we'll we'll, we'll keep you in the know. Once we know more, you'll know more.
1: Until then, see you guys uh, next time. Same bat time, same bat channel.